the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you're stressed out to the point of high anxiety and depression, you're probably trying to manage God's business your way. Join us today as Pastor Rander starts a teaching series designed to help us see life through God's eyes. The series is titled, How to Have Victory Over Depression, and will draw on scriptures in the books of Exodus, 1 Kings, Jonah, and many more. Now let's listen in. Depression comes when we measure our self-worth by the standards of this world. You don't get depressed. When you measure your self-worth by the standards of this world, in other words, some of you think you're too tall. Some think you're too small. Some of you think you're too big. You know what? I believe Mr. America ought to be all sizes. I'm in that contest. I don't think they ought to have them all like this. Every model is like this. That doesn't represent humanity. Amen. And some of y'all need to quit trying to put yourself where God don't want you to be. Some of y'all like this, and you're trying to get like that, and you, that's not going to work. Don't get rid of that dress. <laughs> you step on that scale. You know what's most depressing? When you get that weight, and then three weeks later, you weigh more. That's depressing. <laughs> Beauty. Some of you think you don't look good. I'm a good-looking black man. I don't care what you say. I'm a good-looking black. Oh yeah, I'm a good-looking black man. You're good-looking Hispanic, good-looking white, good-looking black woman, white woman, Asian, whatever you are in here. You good-looking. You got wrinkles in your face. You still good-looking. You on the big side. You good-looking. You skinny and you turn sideways and can't see you. You still good-looking. <laughs> You feel good looking. You say, well, Pastor, how can you say that? The commercials are not going to tell you that. They're going to always leave you lacking so you can go buy something to help you out. You need to turn to Psalms 139, verses 13 and 14. Psalms 139, 13 and 14 says, For you are you have possessed my reins. You have covered me in my mother's womb. God was stitching me together. He says in verse 14, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's why I'm beautiful. I'm all right. If you read the Bible, it'll tell you you're beautiful. God made you. And when he made you, he said it's good. You were bug naked with no designer clothes on. You had no tin in your hair. You had no liposuction. You had no eyebrow pencils. You had no dentures. You had no replacements. Who'd y'all say amen? 
when you had none of that, he said, after he made you out of the dust of the world, of the ground, it's good. Fearfully. Wonderful to me. I'm trying to get food. Y'all won't let me get through? How do we get the victory over depression? Now that's critical. That's critical. How do we get the victory over depression? Romans 10, 13 says, For whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. In other words, call upon Christ and realize that without him you can do nothing. Without Christ in your life, you're fighting a losing battle. Jesus is the antidote, the medicine, the cure for depression. Jesus says in John 15, 5, without me, you can do nothing. And that, that's including help over your depression. If you go to a psychologist and I'm going to Dr. Jesus, you're in trouble. Huh? Psyche's not going to help your depression. Huh? No, 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 no. Without Christ, you're fighting a losing battle. And to stay at the bottom, lick your wounds, and roll over in your misery only leads to deeper despair. You need to cry out to the Lord for help. Psalms 109.26. Just jot it down for the sake of time. Psalms 109.26 says, the two, first two words says, help me, what David says. You know that time when you're so depressed, you don't need to just, uh, love help. There's a time you need to cry out from the, from the depths of your soul because of where you are at a particular time and cry out as David cried out when Saul was on his trail. He said, Lord, help me. Help me. And then he says, oh, Lord, my God, save me according to your mercy. And God can, can heal your depression. Number two, how do you get victory over it? Confess your sins and walk in holiness. Confess your sins and walk in what? Holiness. First John 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. In other words, sin, a life of sin is, is the surest way to depression. A life contaminated with sin will lead to devastating consequences and depression. The severe damage caused as a result of sin will leave you depressed. Amen. Your mouth nasty, cussing, listening to dirty jokes, looking at stuff with your eyes that make God cry. Laying with somebody you're not married to. Playing the lottery, losing it, and getting depressed. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you depressed. Quit, stop sinning. Stop, 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 stop. S-P-O-P. How to get a victory of depression? Utilize the word of God, this book, as a resource of encouragement and power. You know why some of y'all depressed? You don't pick up the book. You pick up everything. Build a house and garden. Pick up the jet, the look, the the snap. Yeah, come on. What y'all say, man? Y'all can quiet now. I'm trying to think of the other one. Some of y'all picking up that little stuff at the checkout counter. No wonder you messed up. Mm-hmm. The Bible is the most reliable source of encouragement when going through depression. 
Psalms 119.97 says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. How I love your law. This book, it's a unique book, book from God. God's revelation to man. 39 books in the old 27 minute New Testament written by 40 different writers over a span of 1500 years and uniquely fitted together, inspired, infallible. It's a miracle. Extra, extra, read all about it. It's news, it's news, it's news, it's been news. It's a good book. Matter of fact, I got some news for you. You ought to read this one because this is the only book God ever wrote. <laughs> you don't hear me. It's the only book God. You know, you see, I got one book up. I didn't come up with 15 books. This is the only book. And some of y'all ain't bring the book God, only book God wrote. You don't even have it with you. You don't bring your book up Bible to church. You're not bringing it nowhere else. No wonder you depress. You leave your blessing behind you. Listen, Satan always gets the best of those who, are fa- who fail to abide in the word of God. Always get the best of those who fail to abide in the word of God. How to get victory over depression? Listen, deal with anger in a biblical manner. Deal with anger in a biblical manner. Remember, anger is not wrong. Ephesians 4.26 says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your what? Wrath. Why why, why don't go to bed angry? Because you might not wake up. You might not wake up. Some of y'all pout four weeks. Don't speak to your husband. Sending messages through your children. I'm telling the old time way. Chiller. <laughs> Prolonged anger is a breeding ground for depression and Satan. It's a breeding ground. Some of y'all been too angry this year. All you, everything make you angry. Tick you off. You just a mess. Folk don't know whether you coming or going. You need to choose your battles. You know, you, some of y'all fight everything. You, you, everything. Every, listen, you can't fight every battle. Every battle is not yours to fight. Don't you know the battle belongs to the Lord? Every battle is not ours to fight. You, the Lord will tell you when to fight, and the Lord will tell you when to be still. You are no superman or superwoman. Too many of God's saints can't deliver an effective witness to others because they're too stressed out and depressed. Listen in today as Pastor Rander continues the series, How to Have Victory Over Depression. He'll be teaching from several books of the Bible, so get your pens handy. Now let's hear God's Word. You want to get out of depression? I'm going to tell you what you do. Play praise or worship music in the background as you go through your day. You know why some of y'all depressed? Y'all playing the wrong music. You got some old folk playing that stuff young folk listening to. That they all not be listening to. Won't y'all say amen? Amen. Now, you can't play some of that stuff. I wish I could call a few of that stuff, but I don't listen to it enough. Y'all can call it funny, but I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> Thrill is gone. I go way back. <laughs> amen. Even songs, even songs in the church make me tired sometimes. I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. Right. When you gonna get on the top? You always on the rough side. 
saying you're not ever on a rough side, but sometimes. <laughs> what y'all say? <laughs> you know what 1 Samuel 16.23 says? Lord, help me with this. 1 Samuel 16.23 says, And so it was, whenever the Spirit from God was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and play it with his hand. Then Saul would become refreshed. Ah, there it is. Refreshed and well. And well. And the distressing spirit would depart from him. Depression is a distressing spirit. And you know what? If you play the right kind of music, Christ centered, with the blood in it, huh? Talking about the spirit based on the word of God. They're talking about I don't have words. There's a whole lot of words you put so just own the book of Psalms. Psalms is a hymn book. Man, you got a whole lot of words, a whole lot of stuff in people making up stuff and all that kind of stuff. You ain't gotta make up nothing. Just go by the book. They just say, The Lord is my shepherd. You don't dance to that. You can you can put that to music. You can put all this stuff, put all this word to music. I don't know no words. What you mean? <laughs> it's 66 books with all kinds, with, with a word from God. With a word from God. So change your music. You can't listen to demonic music and, 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 and not be depressed. How you get a handle on depression? How you get victory over it? Y'all give me about five more minutes. Can y'all wait about five more minutes? Y'all don't mind, do you? I'm, I'm trying to hold on to this thing. I, the Lord... Y'all let me, let me preach, please. Listen, refuse to be negative. Uh, instead of dwelling on your faults, look for positive things in your life. Your choice of attitude will often determine what you find. Did you know what I said? Refuse to be negative. Instead of dwelling on your faults, look for positive things in your life. Your choice of attitude will often determine what you find. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any pra anything praiseworthy, worthy, meditate on these things. Some of you thinking too negative. And, you, you, and that's why you're in a mess. That's why you're in a mess. Look for the positive things in your life. There's something God is doing that's right. Everything about you can't be wrong. If it is, maybe you need to get saved. You don't see nothing in your life. If you don't see nothing, maybe because you need a transformation. Here, here's, here's another one. Listen. Build relationship with others. Withdrawing only reinforces only reinforces depression. You know, you know what some of y'all depressed? Y'all y'all not friendly. You know, ain't nobody my friend. And you can't talk to folk right? You're not nice. You like you take a took a mean pill. You look like you've been baptized in lemon juice. And nobody wanna invite you to their house and you, you when you come, they all moving. You, if you want friends, you got to show yourself friendly, folks. You can't look ugly. Straighten your face up. Some of y'all look too ugly. I told you, you're beautiful. What you tan up your face for? We don't need those kind of additives. Build a relationship with others. Some of you don't, I don't have no friends. They folks don't like me. 
and you withdraw and become a recluse. And you get depressed. And that's what they want to do. Disconnect you, put you out there by yourself. And you know what he does then? He cooks your lunch. Cooks your lunch. You are made to be in the body of Christ. We are interdependent. We are interconnected. And we need each other. And we are our brother's keepers. God designed it so. We are the body of Christ. I need my little finger. I need my nose, my eyes, and my toes. And everything God gave me, I ain't cutting off nothing unless it's cancerous. <laughs> Won't y'all say amen? Some of y'all getting y'all self fixed and whatnot. Now, don't let me go there now. <laughs> You're taking off too much. Trying to beautify yourself. You wait a few years. That stuff will fall to pieces. Let me do two more. How you gonna handle depression? Listen, ask the Lord to put a person in your life you can trust. Ask the Lord to put a person in your life you can trust. And just one, you don't need 15, just one that can keep their mouth shut that you can share with that's spiritually mature. Don't go to an ignorant person sharing your business. Don't go to the town gossip saying, I, got, I need some help. <laughs> Ask God for a person to put in your life. Enlist a family member, maybe, or a friend to whom you can pour out your heart. There is a release in being able to share. I mean, you're going to kill yourself because you got it all pent up. Nobody you can talk to. Husband, you can't tell your wife, find another brother. Wife, you can't tell your husband, go tell another, tell somebody. But you ought to be able to tell each other. You know, you ought to have some secrets. It's bad when a husband and wife can't tell each other things. Why is yours? I put his business in the street and here's yours. And you're not talking about your husband to nobody. Amen. I don't care if it is true. Who <laughs> just say amen? I'm trying my best to get through. I ain't going to make it. I don't care if it do. You don't talk about it. You pray about it. What you telling them for? What are they? Listen, if you ain't praying, they ain't either. You don't dog your husband. Honey, guess what my man did today? I don't know what he's... Wait a minute. Don't you know y'all one flesh? And don't you know when you talk about him, you're talking about you? Don't you know one plus one equal one? That's some things ought to be in the house. That's some things you ought not be telling your, your, your in-law. I'm going to tell my mama. You're supposed to leave and cleave. Stay home. Some of y'all running to mom and daddy. I locked the door. <laughs> I want to tell Rand and Andrew now, you watch, you be careful. <laughs> it ain't working. I said, go back. <laughs> you got your house. I pray for you. <laughs> you heard that son? <laughs> If y'all send them home, they'll, they'll, they'll be all right. Y'all taking in these grown folk, old oh, baby, I understand. Oh, they shouldn't have done that to my baby. You don't give God a chance to work it out because you're so busy trying to play God. Don't y'all say amen. 
Get out of their business, whoever you are. Are you I'm gonna stop right there. I want to go so bad. We got another service. We got. We got. I think y'all know this is crazy. <laughs> People rooting for the word. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> God be the glory. For God be the glory. All right, one more. Okay. Listen, uh, you need to confront critical family members and friend. You need to confront critical family members and friends. Let them lovely, lovingly know you need their encouragement and their support. You know, if you need to confront them. Wife, if your husband beating you down and always negative on you and put down statements, you need to let them know, you know, honey, that was a put down. And that's, that doesn't help me one bit. I need you. We, we, are, we ought to have each other's back. And I don't need you putting me down. I'm already struggling. I don't need you to help me. Don't load me up. I need you to understand me. I need you to be sensitive toward my needs. Baby, I need your help. Honey, if I ever needed you, I sure to need you. Now, will you, will you just bear with me while I go through this? I'm going to be all right, but, but God has you in my life too. We're intricately, uniquely woven together in the bonds of holy matrimony. And if you just be sensitive and patient and loving and a little more gentle, I believe God will bring me out of this much sooner. And you know he will. He really will. And so people that are uh, children, don't, some of y'all are too hard on your children. I mean, they can't do nothing right. Everything's wrong. If, if whatever fault is, you find it. And sometimes children, you exasperate them and they get frustrated. And they, they, sort of point they don't want to go home. And they go anywhere to, go, to keep them going home. Because when they go home, all you do is just beat them down. Beat them down. You need to watch what you say. Listen, the world's going to do that enough. The home ought to be a house of refuge. The house ought to be a place of encouragement. The house ought to be a place of ministry. You know? I'm going to encourage my children. Whatever they turn out, they're still my child. You know, if you don't think nothing else of your child, I don't care what they are, no one else is. Those are your babies. They came out of you. You give them some hope. If, if you don't see nothing, they don't see nothing. Still speak in faith on them. And children likewise to your mamas and daddies. They may not be perfect parents. They may have made errors. Uh, and I know they have. We all have. But you right. thank God that you got a mama. And thank God you got a daddy. With all this abortion going on, you could have been in somebody's garbage can. You thank God for that. You thank God for that. Oh, well, that's my stepdad. That's your step nothing. If he feeding you, huh? Putting clothes on your back. You going in the refrigerator, flushing the toilet. You sleeping in that bed. That's your daddy. I don't bother talking about no step. Why don't y'all say amen? amen. That daddy. 
may not be your biological father, but he's he's in place and he's there. And it could be far worse if he weren't there. We all have shortcomings. We all have room for faith. We all have, have made errors. We need, marriage is two imperfect people. A family is two uh, made up of an imperfect mama, imperfect daddy, imperfect children, serving a perfect God who's leading us toward perfection. Amen. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. We'll stop right there, and I'll continue the next time. Y'all going to come back next week? I had a Thanksgiving message, but I think I'm going to have to table that and preach the rest of this next week. Father, we thank you for your goodness and benefits. Thank you for your word. We love you, Father, and we just adore you. And I pray, Father, that you would now uh, move by your spirit and, and help these to know yet there is hope. Father, we love you, and we thank you. Father, I tried to get through, but it just wasn't to be because the message was too loaded. I thought this would be a part one, but it ended up being a part four. But that's all right. You're God, and you know what your people need. And Father, hopefully this is healing folk. And sometimes to get healed, we have to work with it and work on it. Until it's brought to resolution. And Father, heal today. There's somebody depressed. There's somebody out of Christ. There's somebody who's not in a church home. There's somebody lonely. There's somebody discouraged, oh God. There's somebody broken, wounded, self-pitying. And I pray that you would do a mighty work in the hearts of these people as they turn their hearts to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.